Hey everyone, and welcome to a special edition of the Fully Equipped Podcast. I am one part of the hosting crew, Ryan Brath. It is just me today for this this little intro into an interview with Brandon Kinesi, which I'm really excited for. And there's a reason why I'm really excited for it. Because this weekend, right now, hopefully you're at home watching the U.S. Women's Open a couple weeks ago. You watched the, the U.S. Open at LACC. But starting this Monday which is why we wanted to make sure this got out before the actual start of the event, is the U.S. Adaptive Open taking place at Pinehurst. Now, Brandon is an adaptive golfer. We get into his, his category that he plays in, as well as how the tournament is set up, the experience of playing in it, and something that, you know, we are an equipment podcast. We wanted to dive into what's in his bag, but also how he was able to adapt his golf clubs for his playing style, which I think is really cool. Uh, he plays with extremely long golf clubs because he doesn't have the ability to grip the golf clubs with his hands. So you think about, you know, you go out and play golf, the way you play golf, if you are a, a golfer of full ability, let's put it that way, then to to see Brandon play golf is, is pretty awesome. And I know last year it was a, it was a great event. Uh, I actually wrote about it last year for golf.com. And I just think that this is part of the reason why I love the game so much is because it gives people of all abilities the ability to compete against each other, right? And I think that's one of the most beautiful things about this the game of golf. Whether you're someone like Brandon who plays with specially adaptive equipment for the way he plays or people that play in a wheelchair or whatever it happens to be. Golf has this way of connecting people and putting them on a playing field to to play the game their own way, but on in the same space, right? And there's really no other sport that gives you that ability. And that's why I was so excited to have Brandon on to talk about his experience at Pinehurst, his experience playing in the Adaptive Open, and to, to tell us some details about his golf clubs, which I think is, is a really cool story. So be sure to check that out this week. Starting Monday, you know, Brent talks about it at the at the end of the episode, but I'm sure you can follow along at the USGA.com. I think it's .com. Hopefully it is. Um, but uh, for now, I'm going to turn it to, over to the interview I had with uh, Brandon. Hope you enjoy it, and uh, thanks for listening. All right, so I'd like to welcome to Fully Equipped, Brandon Kinesi. Uh, you are currently in Pinehurst, so why don't, why don't you tell the listeners uh, why you're there? Yeah, well, first off, thanks for having me. And uh, yeah, I'm uh, currently at Pioneers number six for the second uh, ever U.S. Adaptive Open. Um, it's a huge opportunity. It's our, it's the major, if you will, for us adaptive golfers. Uh, there's 96 players in the field that were selected from the 300 who registered to get in of, you know, some of the top world-ranked adaptive golfers. Um, there's eight different classifications. And they, they accept, I believe, either five or six men and a minimum of two women from each classification. And that makes up the 96 of the field. And uh, I'm just happy to have been in uh, last year's and in this year. So it's, it's awesome to be back. So to, to explain how that works for, for people that might not be aware of it, the, the classifications, there is championships within the classifications. And then there is an overall uh, champion as well, correct? Yep. Yep. So you're competing for to win your division and your classification, but you're also competing for the overall championship. Um, a lot of adaptive golf tournaments 
Um, they're run in certain ways where you can only win the overall championship if you're playing from the back tees, if you play from, um, you know, from all, all the way back. But um, it's not really fair for the people that just can't, can't keep up. And, you know, we want to, you know, this game of golf is for everybody. We want to include everybody in golf is hard enough as it is. And especially when you're missing limbs and got all kinds of things going on, you know, every player is amazing in their own way. So this gives players an opportunity to win the, the entire overall thing, no matter what tee box you're assigned. Um, it's, a, it's an awesome opportunity. It's an awesome setup. The USGA really knows how to put on a tournament. Obviously, I make it, they make us, you know, they make us feel so good about what we're doing here. And um, yeah, there's, there's just different classifications. So you can win points for winning your classification, but obviously, you know, you want to win the, the overall thing. There's going to be a man, uh, a, a man and a woman who win the overall. No, that, that's that's really cool. Actually, it's interesting because uh, before the 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 first tournament last year, I can remember uh, I actually had the chance to to speak with Paul Wood from Ping, who I know is uh, very involved with a lot of adaptive golfers and the way Absolutely. that they, they have an adaptive fitting program at Ping. They have they have people who are like specifically dedicated to that uh, within yep. their team, which I think is really cool. And he talked about how the USGA they because they work with so many players, how they figured out that system to to kind of create. Uh, a, the most equal playing ground for players yeah. within classifications and uh, yeah. dealing with hazards and all of those different things. And I, I think it's fascinating because to your point, I, I think golf is is a very unique sport in the fact that like I can go play with someone who's 85. I can yeah. go play with someone who's in a wheelchair. I can go play with yep. little kids. Like they, you really yep. can put yourself that's why we, on an equal That's why we have handicapped. You know, that's why we have handicap system. That's why there's different tee boxes. It's, I mean, it's just to make it fair and to make it equal. So you, you want to have a good match. You know what I mean? I mean, we're not, you know, even though we're the pros on our level, we're not the, the, the pro pros. And I understand how the pro pros need to all play the same course and play the same things, you know, from the same yardages. But, you know, at the end of the day, we're just here to inspire. We're here to help people get out and, and grow the game of golf, especially for people with, uh, with disabilities, you know, that need, a good reason to get out there and just go enjoy your life and you know, get out in the sun. So that's yeah. awesome. Now, now let's, let's talk about your, your classification. Cause I, I, so I, I think the way that your golf clubs are built is fascinating because yeah. I'm as, as someone who like, whose background is in, is in building golf clubs. I have to figure out, you know, mm-hmm. swing weights or these kind of little things. Yeah. You figured out a way to actually allow yourself to play golf and be out there and, you know, play at a very high level. Yeah. So, I mean, when it comes to swing weights and stuff like that, my clubs don't even, you know, you can't even measure them. It's off the chart. It's, it's, it's beyond, you can't, you can't really get the swing weights because they're so long, but you know, to be honest with you, it's just, I, I kind of just fell into it. You know, when I first grabbed the club, I was only six years old. I was so little. I grabbed my grandfather's club and I naturally tucked underneath my arm because I was so small compared to a full size club. Um, and then I, you know, I grew older and I played every other sport growing up. I wanted to play golf again when I was about 16. And talking to my uncle and we just, you know, kind of came up with the idea to extend the clubs so I could hold it the same way I did when I was a kid. And we really didn't have much. And when I say much, we had no club fitting experience at all. It was just, you know, we went into his basement, we threw some stuff together and, you know, it, it, it got me back out on the course and me just being the kind of person I am, I just knew that I could do it if I had the proper equipment. Like, you know, so we just, and then we, we built another set and I got so much better and just absolutely fell in love with the game. And, you know, now, you know, looking back at the journey of all I've done, and I can sit here for a while and, and, and start from the beginning to the end, but now I'm here competing for a national championship. And, you know, I've 
been flown out to Cobra's headquarters to perfect my design, working with the head innovators at Cobra to, you know, dial in my specs and really figure out the best way to take my game to the next level. And um, I can even say still, it can still be better. When when I did go out to uh, to their headquarters, it was like the heat of COVID, like really beginning of COVID. I had to fly in and out of there. Like I couldn't spend the 14 days quarantining to actually go to the headquarters. We just had to kind of get some stuff done. But even still, it just it made my game so much better. And um, it's they're definitely very unique. There is uh, there's not many people in the world, even within the adaptive golf world, that adapt their clubs to their body, as opposed to you, you know someone they usually just adapt their body to their clubs, or they swing one armed, or they use some sort of prosthetic, or maybe a glove that has you know Velcro on it that allows them to hold on a little bit more. Um, so even in my classification, which my classification for the world ranking system overall is the rarish classification, the double arm division. Um, I'm number one in the world for that division, but it's just because of how rare it is. Um, I'm only ever competing against a couple guys and, you know, I usually beat them by anywhere from 20 to 40 strokes, like over a three day tournament. So, you know, I don't really like the handout trophies and it's, it's nice to do my thing and, and do whatever, like I want to be you know, just the best that I can be. But, um, for this specific tournament, the, the U S adaptive open, they don't have the double arm division just because of how rare it is. Um, there's not enough people to fill it. So I actually fall into the multiple limb amputee division. So, um, which it, motion with, uh, in which most is, is double leg is they're missing double legs. Um, I'm not sure I'd have to check on the rest of it. I think there, you know, there's six or seven other people in my field. I don't think, uh, I definitely know for a fact that it, within the 96 that I'm competing in, I'm the only one that that's missing both hands. So it's, def it's definitely rare. It's definitely unique. But it's just it's it's a great way for as I'm sure you know we all we all just want to grow the game and I'm 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 you know I know for a fact that there's so many people out there that might be in a similar situation as me and they just don't know that you could golf the way that I golf so if I can show these people what I do and then hopefully give them the inspiration to go out and try it themselves and build some clubs and introduce them to this beautiful game of golf then like my job's been you know been that's done. that's a that's a really good message I think that is. That's something that, again, like I said earlier, like I, I love, that's what I've always loved about the game of golf is that, you know, yeah. anyone can really play it. And because of the way that equipment can be tailored to an individual, regardless of, of their skill set or ability, yeah. then you have the opportunity to go out and, and play, which I think is fantastic. So, um, yeah. you know, tell me, tell me then a little bit about your experience so far at, at Pinehurst and, and have this, having this be your second year, kind of like kind of what are your favorite parts about not just the event, but just being down there? Cause I know that I've only had the chance to go once, but it's, it's a pretty awesome yeah. place. Uh, Pinehurst is amazing. I mean, the entire town itself is just, I mean, the entire atmosphere, the pine straws, the trees, the, the everything, it's just a nice clean golfing community with just golf courses everywhere. Um, nice people, Pinehurst itself and the USGA, like what they put on this tournament is, is just so professionally done. I mean, every little detail you walk in to the registration tent, and everything's in line for, you know, which way all the volunteers, so many volunteers and like, can't thank all the volunteers enough for, you know, with the USGA that just come out to help us to check in process and making sure we have everything in order. There's someone that stands right behind you with your name so that you, when you go to the next person, they say, Oh, Brandon, good to see you. Like they already know your name. They don't have to, you don't have to ask and repeat your name six times. You know what I mean? It's the little details and stuff like that. You know, you have the, the range mats and stuff that, that they have set up. They, they slide your name into the range. Like, 
just like you'd see on, like on the pros and stuff like that. It's absolutely amazing. I mean, it's, it's just amazing to be a part of it. I'm blessed to, uh, to be here for, for both years. Um, I actually just had, you know, a, a, a article in golf digest, uh, came out promoting this for, for this month, the July issue, but it's just, it's, it's awesome to just to be here supporting it and, and promoting it. I mean, it's just, it's what it's all about because, you know, this is only the second ever. And if you think about the U S the regular U S open and what are they at right now? 160 something or 123rd, I think. And the only reason I know that gotcha. is because it was an easy thing to remember when I was writing an article about it. One, two, <laughs> one, three. two three. Yeah. One, two, three. So think about where this might be in 120 years. You know what I mean? And it's just, it's all we can do is, is the best that we can right now, like for us, try to give us the best platform that we can showcase our skills and inspire as many people, but then also make it better and better for the generations to come. And, and it's, it's trending in such an awesome direction. Yeah. Now I got to ask you, you know, before, before we wrap this up, I think uh, I, I definitely yeah. appreciate your time. I know, uh, you, you just got into, you told me about your drive. We were, we were texting before we got on here and you were like, drove up from Miami. It was a long trip. Oh, yeah. I, uh, left at midnight last night, drove from Miami. I, I, uh, lived down in Doral working at Trump national Doral. So left at midnight, drove through the night, got here at 10, 10 30 in the morning. And I'm a little daisy, daisy right now, but with the help of a, uh, nice little old fashioned, uh, I'm going to, uh, hit, hit the, hit the bed here sometime soon and get some good rest and wake up tomorrow ready for a practice round. So. I, I got to ask what's in the bag. I know you've worked with the, the team at Cobra. I know they, they've got, yeah. some, they've got some wicked gear. Um, For sure. So I, I'd love to, I want to, I'm really super curious to like hear your set makeup. Like how far do you go yeah. in your fairways? Do you have any hybrids? Like what wedges do you carry? I'm, I'm, I'm fascinated. Yeah. So um, obviously, you know, sponsored by Cobra. So everything's Cobra. I got the new aero jets, uh, the drivers, the 10 and a half, all my drivers and woods are 58 inches long and every club has a 17 inch wind putter grip standard not like fat not jumbo or anything just standard 17 inch wind putter grip um so drivers and woods i have a five wood and a seven wood no three wood five wood and a seven wood arrow burners and then my irons go from five iron down to uh down to gap wedge and they are the uh the rad speeds the one length rad speeds okay. because all my because they're all 56 inches long they're all the same inches and then i have a uh the Cobra bite 56. I only use one. I use, you know, pitching wedge gap wedge and 56 degree. And then putter, I actually have, um, the sick, sick kinematics, but I think they were actually bought out by LA golf. I don't think they exist anymore. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 That's, a, that's cool. I, um, I, I, I love, I love it though. It's an awesome putter. What, uh, what ball do you play? I'm curious. I play uh tailor made tour response. Oh, okay. I'm a big, I'm a big TaylorMade guy. I have four hole-in-ones, and all of which were with TaylorMade uh, golf balls. They were all with different types of TaylorMade golf balls, actually. I think my first one was a Project A. Uh, second one was TB5. Third one was a actually a TaylorMade Distance Plus, <laughs> and then uh, which is a super softball. It's like mush. Uh, and then uh, the last one was with a TaylorMade Tour Response. I just like the torus, but it's a three layer ball. And, you know, I, with my swing speeds not being obviously very high because I'm not firing my arms or my wrists. I'm just using all body and core. My swing speed's about 80, 85 miles an hour. So I just need something that's, you know, that I can compress, but it's also not too, not too soft. Four hold in one. That's insane. Yeah. I, I have not yeah. had any. My, my wife has had one, which she likes to bring yeah. up uh, many, many times. Or that's <laughs> sure she I does. Believe, you've got one caught on camera too, don't you? 
I have two actually on video. Ooh. Oh, geez. Yeah, I, I, so I, I think it was the. My, my, my second and my third of, uh, of all time. My, uh, the second one was the one that went viral when I was at school in 2018 uh, at the Myrtle Beach uh, Golf Academy of America. That went viral, and that's kind of what's just skyrocketed me into and introduced me to the world of tournament, you know, adaptive golf and and just all different other kinds of things. And um, the third one, I was actually competing in a tournament, and it was the first day of a three three day tournament, and I got a hole in one. Uh, but the the one that went viral was down the line, so it was a cooler looking video. I mean, you see, it's a nice little high draw. I mean, that video is like it literally looks like it's out of a movie because it's slow mo. The swing's just perfect perfect little high draw there's like a flock of birds that are like going by like slowly <laughs> and then it just like drops in the hole and i go crazy the the second one that's on video uh my mom was caddying for me slash photographing for like photographing for me in, in this uh tournament and i told her i went to go hit on this tee box i told her usually she stands behind me i was like mom not on this one like it's all right like if anything just get a face on video and she took a face on video from in the cart and it's another slow-mo video and I get it. And it was 114 yard pitching wedge that I hit and I dunked it. It just, <laughs> just straight in the hole and you can hear it in the video, but then she just stands up and goes crazy and like screams and the phone drops and it like lands in the grass. And I like, it was, it was funny. So technically two are on video, but you can't really see like the other one. Oh, that's so awesome. funny. That's yeah. great. That's a great story. I love that. Yeah. That's uh, that's pretty awesome. Um, Brandon, I, I really appreciate your time. Uh, I, course, I, yeah. I'm glad we got the, we got the chance to connect. Uh, so I know uh, I believe there's there's uh, it will be broadcast. So I'll, we'll make sure that we put that in the notes and we and you make a note of, of where people can watch this. Uh, but why yeah. don't you tell people uh, when it is taking place, just so they can follow along? Because I know the USJ does a great job with their website, so they can uh, if they want to, they can follow you along uh, when you play next week or play yeah next week. Yeah, for sure. The tournament starts uh, Monday. It's July 10th. Uh, it's it's running through the 12th, so Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and it's going to be on Golf Channel. Golf Channel is covering it from 1 o'clock till 3 o'clock. They'll have all the highlights, so be sure to check it out. It's going to be awesome. Not only see me doing my thing, but the other 95 amazing competitors. I mean, every single person has just an amazing story. It's incredibly talented. I mean, you got you to gotta check it out. Awesome. Brandon, thank you for your time. I know uh, I know time, Ryan. We, we we had a chance to ke- to do this a little later in the evening. So uh, yeah. I'll let you, after your long drive, I'll let you get a, a real nice, good night's sleep and uh, yeah, have a good much, one much and needed. good luck next week. Thanks, Ryan. I appreciate everything. Man. Take care. Cheers. Yeah, you too. Later.